Blog Talk Radio. Uh, do the rich people cringe and say, don't tell them that, Robert? Yes, yes, yes. Don't tell people what, they, what you know. Right. Keep them poor. The moment I pay you, you think like an employee. The moment you accept the paycheck, your brain goes dead. That's the trap. Entrepreneurs work for free. As long as you're hungry, you'll think. The school system was designed to teach you to be an employee or a doctor or a lawyer, a specialist, but never about money. The poor will always be amongst us because it starts up here. It's, it's in their words, you know, and the words become flesh. But when they say, I can't afford it or I can't do that, they go down. They become what they say. And I meet so many people, I, don't, I can't afford it, you think I made of money? My PhD daddy says, what do you think I am, made of money? I can't afford that. And my rich dad would say, that's why he's poor. Poor people say, I can't afford it, I can't do that, I don't have time. Because this is an escape. It's an escape, you know what I mean? It's easy to say, I can't afford it. Oh, I'm too tired. Oh, I can't go to the gym. You know, when you could go to the gym, no, I can't. Truth is, I'm just too lazy to go to the gym. And your rich dad used to say what instead of, I can't afford it? How can I afford it? How can I do that? A question opens a mind, a statement closes the mind. When you say, I can't afford it, your mind shuts down. And you become what you say. People right now who are sitting at home <clears throat> who are struggling financially or worried about money or unhappy, they may be making a lot of money, but unhappy with what they're doing. It was probably taught to you. you know, your super ego was taught, get a job, work hard, or, or you'll never be rich, or the rich are evil, or whatever. Poverty is passed on. It's taught in your families. And middle class is taught in families. And until you change your mindset, Correct. money won't help you, right? Correct. And we see that with people that win the lottery, people that make more money, they still have the same problem. Right. Because they have that poor man's soul. Right. If you're poor, you'll always be poor. That's really hard for people to understand. Yeah, the money will disappear that fast. Just like most pro athletes, you know, they make millions of dollars and what, 65% are bankrupt five years later? It's because they come from poor families. But unfortunately, what Mr. Lipton was saying, passed down genetically. That's the frightening thing. If you don't want to learn it, I can't help you. You know, I have bad luck too. I've, I've had financial crashes. I've had people stab me in the back. But they're all good because I grow from it. That's spirituality. You know, people who are afraid of making mistakes like they teach in school, they don't ever grow. Because spirituality is there's good and there's bad, there's right and there's wrong, there's up and there's down. Most people only want to be right, they only want to be positive. Well, you can't have that, that's not reality. And the average person, the reason they're poor is they haven't failed. You know, they play it so safe, they haven't made any mistakes like they taught in school, that means they don't learn anything. That's why the school system is actually fundamentally corrupt. It's anti-education. But the average guy is standing there, oh, I'm an A student, I'm, gonna, I'm going to do this all on myself. And a, and a bunch of rugby players run you over and you go, 
Well, they're not playing fair. Say, well, you're not, you're playing stupid. You should have a team. You should have accountants, attorneys, and bankers, and all that stuff. But that's not the game I want to play. I said, then don't play the game. You know, the, the game of business is played with accountants, attorneys, bankers, hate to say it, politicians. You know, you got to know the game. You know, people say, well, money is not that important to me. Then if money is not that important to you, money is not important to you. I mean, you know what I mean? I don't care about money. The money doesn't care about you. You know, it, the word does become flesh. Or I'll never be rich. Or the favorite one is the rich are greedy. It's the poor that are greedy. You know, if you think about it, because to be rich, you have to give something. You know, you have to, I, I have to produce books and games and I, I purchase real estate, I provide housing, provide jobs and all that. That's why I'm rich. But greedy people produce nothing. You know, Einstein said, you know, imagination is more important than knowledge, but knowledge empowers imagination. And what most people lack is real business knowledge, like accounting, you know, like debt, like taxes. You gotta know that stuff, but they don't teach it in school to anybody. You see, most teachers in school, they're out of ethics. They teach subjects they, don't, they themselves don't practice because I understand what a fake teacher is. A fake teacher is somebody who just wants a job and they'll teach anything. You know, they teach how to shine shoes and get paid on more money. But they really don't know what they're teaching. In life, one of the things I suggest to people, you've got to find a real teacher versus a fake teacher. And a fake teacher is somebody who doesn't do what they teach. And a real teacher is doing what they teach every day our school systems are making our students weaker. So in school, they have these things called now trigger effects. So you can't, as a teacher, you can't say anything that might upset the student. They don't want anything that might jar their point of view. You see people say, well, why don't you give the poor money? So the only problem with that is it just creates more poor people. Give a man know. a fish, he fishes for the day, or eats for the day. Yeah, you give a man a fish, you get a lot of people who want more fish, you know. But you teach them to fish. We become creatures of our own habits. And until we break the habit, we don't change. Our schools don't teach that. Our schools teach almost the exact opposite of that. And the average person, the reason they're poor is they haven't failed. You know, they play it so safe. They haven't made any mistakes like they taught in school. That means they don't learn anything. That's why the school system is actually fundamentally corrupt. It's anti-education. So what I say to young people is, you, know, you find your game. So my game financially is business, number one. Second is real estate. And that's why I pay no taxes. That's why Trump pays no taxes. Legally, it's a combination of business and real estate that gives us an unfair advantage over employees. Because they don't know what to do. And a lot of people would rather sit in the stands than be in the game. One of the greatest ways to acquire great wealth is playing Monopoly in real life. Four greenhouses, one red hotel. But is that all there is? That's it. Robert, if I could give you uh, some kind of a magic phone and you could make a call to the 20-year-old Robert Kiyosaki and give that young man a bit of advice, what would you tell him? I would just say keep going. Just do what you have to do. Just you know, live it to the fullest, which I did. 
Nothing I ever did made sense. Now, could you imagine quitting a $120,000 a year job for $200 a month to go fight in Vietnam and almost die? It, it didn't make sense, but it was the best decision I made at that time. And I think what most people do is they let their parents or their friends talk them out of life. So afraid of failing. But failing is how we succeed. You look at the, you guys look at guys like Edison and all that. They failed like 10,000, no, 1,014 times before he invented the light bulb. Our schools punish you for making mistakes. That's why we have so many people who are so afraid of admitting they make mistakes or afraid of failing.
Peace, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hindsight Radio, the information station changing the nation. I'm going to start the show in a second. But first, let's get to our show intro.
Peace, peace. All right, all right. It's Tuesday, January 8th. Oh, wow. January 18th, 2022. The month is, I'm say, it's, it's over. It'll be Tuesday. I mean, it'll be February pretty soon. Now, 18 days, month is done, gone. Now, all of those things you wrote down on your prosperity ritual, how many of have you started on? How many of them have you said, I'll do it tomorrow? I'll wait. Tomorrow. In, in the next day. In the next. And you keep doing that over and over. And the next thing you know, it'll be December again. And you're sitting in the same position you was in last year. Broke and disgusted, making excuses of why. Oh, I got too many kids, my wife, my husband, my job. Everything else is the problem. How many excuses are you going to continue to make? See, in order to make this thing happen, you got to change your standards. The reason why you keep doing the same thing over and over again because you haven't raised your level of standards. See, the amount of money in your bank account, that's your standard. That's what you're used to. That's what you're okay with. Now, you have aspirations or you have, uh, it's a word uh, that I want to use. Man, I can't think of the word. Expectations. Dreams, but really, those expectations and dreams don't line up with your standard, which you're willing to accept in your life. You're accepting that low paycheck that you keep going to get every week. You're accepting that. That's that's your expectation. That's your standard. That's what you're willing to tolerate. Low income, working for someone. You're tolerating that. This even goes down to your relationships. You're tolerating the person you're with. That's your standard. That's what you will accept into your life, even if that person is no good for you. You're accepting that. That's your contract with your experience in life. Yeah. So it's January 18, 2022. Shortly, it will be February. And what have you done this month to push yourself to that next level? What? How many failures have you had this month? Oh, I keep talking negative. You're talking about failures. Yes, I'm talking about failures because failures is part of the equation. Failure is a requirement to succeed. You got to make mistakes. You got to jack it up. You got to screw it up in order to be successful. You got to make mistakes so that you can improve and see where you need to make adjustments. See, some of y'all are making mistakes and don't think you need to because you don't think they're mistakes. 
you think it's okay. No, it's not okay because if you're still making the same money you made last year, this year, you're making the same mistake over and over. You're accepting that low-ass salary instead of the, the promise that you was given from the day you was conceived, the day you came into this world. The promise was you were supposed to live abundant, have abundance, prosperity, overflowing, dominion over all things. That means finances, relationships, everything. Have control instead. You're allowing the beliefs, the teachings, the education, the indoctrination that you have started to receive from the moment you took your breath in this world. In this 3D realm, you're still accepting those things. You're still accepting the teachings of being broke. You accept that. That's what you want. You you, you want you have ideals. You have ideas of wealth. But if your money is not larger than last year, then that means you're still okay with what you did last year. Because I tell you, when you get fed up with something, you make a change, right? When you got fed up with that bad relationship, you made a change. You got out of it. You moved on. Some of y'all in a bad relationship with your finances. And you will not move on. You won't leave it. You won't leave that brokenness behind and look for something better. You won't turn off the television. You won't turn off TikTok and watching the entertaining. You know, TikTok and, and Instagram can be positive if you program it to receive good information. If you program it to do that. Like on my Instagram I try to receive as much positive information as possible, as much. You know, every now and then, entertainment stuff, some other stuff I really don't want to see come through. But for the most part, when I scroll, I'm seeing things that, you know, money mantras, money affirmations, peace, you know, all types of affirmations on there, people talking about, you know, Growth, you know, that's what I'm, in order to get the things that you're dreaming of, you have to constantly put your consciousness in that state of mind as if you're already receiving it or you received it already. You got to play pretend. You have to do like you was when a child, when you was a a child, when y'all pretend to be all kind of stuff. See, they, they let us pray, pretend to be cops and firefighters and things like that. They didn't, no one told us that we need to be play, play, pretending to be wealthy, pretending to be good husbands, wives, and stuff like that. No one taught us all that. They taught us all this other stuff. Go be a cop. Go be a teacher. Go do this and that. Everything else. All the jobs that don't pay enough. 
Now, you know, I give my hats off to people that's in the public eye and, and you know, public service and, and giving a back to the community. But we know that they don't pay those people enough. Most people who take these jobs are taking it because it's, it's, it's a pretty much job that you can keep and retire on. They call it having security. And that's fine if that's what you want. But I can tell you, I mean, you go to these government buildings, people are not happy. They're really not for the most part. They're doing it because it's it's a job and it's paying them. And it's living up to the expectation of how much money they are accepting. Once you raise your money consciousness, you won't accept that. That would be an insult. Getting a job, what? Oh, what the? Okay, that's good for you, but it ain't good for me. Once again, I think all our civil servants out there, police officers and nurses and teachers, they're getting, most of the people that get into those jobs really want to help, but then when they get in there and they see that the system is working against what they want to do, they be like, that's what, that's really what kills their spirit. Because they get in there and like, I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to teach these kids. I'm going to educate them. I'm going to help. I'm going to do all this thing. And then after years go by and they start to realize that common sense things that they should be doing, they're not doing. They're doing things that don't make sense. And I've always told you when it comes to the education system, it's designed specifically to program you, indoctrinate you to be poor. Because it doesn't teach you anything about finances, really, right? How to manage your money. It teaches you how to be poor. And it also teaches you how to not have a good relationship. School teaches you all of that. Because in school, walk on this side of the eat lunch, be quiet. Yeah, you eat lunch, you should be able to have some camaraderie and talk to the, your fellow students and get to know them. But schools don't want that. Nah, y'all can't associate. You got to do exactly what I say. There's one other place that does that, and that's prison. Your ward. They treat you like a ward of the state. And they get on you when you fail. Oh, you got an A. Oh, you got an F. Oh, you ain't no good. You ain't gonna. You ain't gonna amount to nothing. No. <laughs> if you get an F, if you if you don't do well in school, you're not gonna amount to nothing in their system. But you become a millionaire outside of their system. See, you amount to nothing on their standards. But when you <laughs> throw all that stuff in the trash like I did. I got a GD, I, I, and I'll tell you that. I'm not saying like he's on a prize. That's what I got. And I do way better than doctors and, and lawyers who go to school and spend thousands of dollars on education without all the stress. Because I figured out that school, the indoctrination system, is not designed for me to be wealthy. So I can't take anything from that institution and use it to build wealth. And that's the problem with people. Y'all too educated because you're trying to take them degrees and make yourself wealthy. They don't take the degree to be wealthy. 
takes common sense. Study and understanding how money works. Money wants to come to you. Money wants to work for you. But a lot of people have money rejection complexes. They're too afraid to ask for money. You know, they think it's bad to to have a lot of money. And anybody that have money, they want to hate on them, talk about them. Man, you should be praising. Like, man, thank you. That guy, he, he's, he's making it, man. Let me go study what he's doing and see what he did, and maybe I can use some of what his knowledge to do what he's doing. You know, there's so much room at the top to make so much money. It's so much money up there. That's why a small percentage have a lot of money because there's so much to go around. It's not enough to go around in the in, in the just low lower standards of living. It's not enough to go around down there. You're trying to take a little bit of money and split it amongst yourselves, whereas the the millionaires like they. they like I said the other day, I was listening to Magic Johnson say, the work it takes to make a million dollars, you can make $10 million. And that's the issue right there. We're trying to work to make, we're working hard to make a little bit of money. Instead of raising our consciousness to say, no, nah, I'm going to make 10 million, 20 million, 30 million. You see? You got to raise your consciousness, man. And you got to cut your people's off, families, all of them. You got to cut them off. And sometimes you can't leave the house, but you can cut them off in your head. Hear what they're saying and let it go. Whoop, whoop. You should not be taking advice from someone who is in the same or worse situation as you. You shouldn't be. Because they only teach you how to be, give you, they're giving you their standards. What they're accepting in their life. And it just touch on relationships. I go down sometimes and I see some of the people that connected with me on Instagram talking about how bad their relationship was and don't want people treat me a certain way. That's 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 their post. Just egotistical victimhood post. They use me. And you already know. I y'all know what I'm gonna say. Your life is a mirror. If you're getting a lot of people in your life and every man, woman you're meeting and they're using you, then you have used someone in the past. And that karma's come back to to talk to you. You know, you know. Where that stops is you recognize where you went wrong. That's how that stops. I said, wait a minute. What did I do to get there? You put yourself out there. And you 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 hurt somebody. Life is about giving and receiving. What you give, you will get. Yes, what you give, you're going to get it. You're going to see it. And the problem, a lot of people are so blind, they get it back and they don't realize, they, they ain't thinking about, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, you know, somewhere down the line, I, I put myself out there. Didn't do right. So today's show uh, is about your student loans are canceled. 
And I'm going to talk about two different articles. One is about $1.85 billion of canceled debt, and then another one is $15 billion of canceled debt. That's a lot of debt to be canceled. Student loan debt. And I told y'all a couple of years ago, y'all need to start, when this pandemic starts, start hitting them up with the third-party debt collector letter. Now, do it now. If you Think about it. If, you, if, you, if they give shutting down loans and you're disputing it, you're putting yourself right there to be noticed, to get it canceled. So they don't have to respond with the letter, oh, yes, you do, oh, it is a fake promissory note. You're already ahead of the game. But I'm going to read those articles. But first, a couple of announcements. Number one, uh, every Sunday, uh, Raising Independent Thinker Show is uh, on regularly. So tune in, Sunday, 7 p.m. And also, uh, since the new year, people are starting to see their 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 affirmations or their intentions revealed. My wife put down that she wanted to do more with her business, and now she's got her first contract with one of the schools to be a consultant. As a contractor, consult instead of being an employee. See, they, see, they came in trying to ask her to substitute for them because they're shorthanded. And she's like, oh, you know, I'm not interested in that. But I, however, I can come in and be a mentor or a consultant. And they said, oh, yeah, we need that. And they, there you go. You see? All it takes is. The, the key to success is there's this one big ingredient that you need to be successful. It's consistency. It doesn't have to be perfect. doesn't have to be this grandiose scheme. Just be consistent. And as you're consistent, remember I said what you give, what you put into something is what you get back. You put in daily into your business, daily you're going to get returns. All too often, people stop trying to keep pushing forward because they feel like the returns are not coming. Yes, they are coming. You think these guys who are highly successful got it overnight? They was in the same position you was in. The same position you were in, feeling the same way. Am I ever going to, is this ever going to pay off? Those guys you're seeing on YouTube, Instagram, doing videos, self-help books, they didn't just write a self-help book and came instantly successful. They worked at it. And here you are trying to do one thing and be automatically successful in, in 30 days. I'm not even at the height of my success right now. I'm successful, and I know I got more to go. But I've been at this since 2015, doing shows consistently. And I have barely missed a show. Think about it. If y'all go back over the last since from today, going all the way back to 2015, y'all probably can't get 10 shows I've missed. In seven years. I don't even think I've got six shows I've missed. 
maybe yeah, maybe six. Miss one, you know, I might miss it one or two shows a year. I push forward and do these shows even when I don't want to do them. Every time I'm like, man, I don't want to do the show. What am I going to talk about? And I do, and then I turn turns out to be a great show. But it was consistency that got me here. Not perfection. Consistency. Y'all see how some of my my videos are early on? They're trash. Even recently, I'm trying to step up my game. You see my little thumbnail? I'm, I'm working on my, 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 my thumbnail skills. I got some advice. This is a video on YouTube that says, make 100 crappy videos to be successful. Get your 100 videos out there, whatever it is. 100, whatever you're doing, make 100 mistakes to get to that, to get to the success. The people that you see that are highly popular is because they're consistency. And one of the issues I have with the people in my team, consistency. And all I, I don't, I'm not demanding. Just be consistent. Because one day, it's going to be that one show that's going to take you to the moon, further than the moon. Just that one day, and you just be consistent. That one day, something's going to click. Like uh, this guy, Kevin Samuels, that's very popular now. It was this one show that took him to the moon. One show. And it got viral all over the place. Out of the, now everybody, he's a household name now. Some people love him, some people hate him. But the point is, whether you hate him or love him, he is making millions right now. And he was doing this stuff about as long as I've been on out, you know, doing shows and stuff like that. You know, of course, my topic is different. I'm not going to get into the fray of trying to talk, build on negative imagery of our people. Not doing that. Because I see I see the game. If we're sitting here talking about each other and and, and Black women is black men that blah blah blah. We're not we not we're not helping nobody but them to perpetuate the stereotypes that they have on us. Of course, a lot of the stuff that's being taught over there or talked about over there is true. That's what's happening. But it's no different than any other community. They got some problems too. The difference is we, you know, we have this habit of airing our dirty laundry in the public and just pointing at each other, you know. Sisters are saying black men ain't no good. They're not living up to their responsibilities. And I'm like, damn, you, 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 you dated all of the millions of black men out there? No, it's the crappy men you met that's bad. Same thing with the brother. Oh, black women is black. Oh, you dated every black woman? No, it's the women you're, in your life. That's bad. Like when these guys talk about how bad it is with the sisters in jobs, well, I never had that problem. I was on jobs before briefly. But one thing about me is I made it so so easy that child support was stupid to even go for. Yeah, I was on it maybe a couple of years and then 
I'll tell y'all that story. Just <laughs> I didn't have, you know, I just I just made myself available. I I stepped up. I went above and beyond. And there's men. This is your job. It's not. It's not optional. It's your job to go above and beyond for your family, for your children. It's your job. And if you feel like you're doing somebody a favor because you're doing what you're supposed to do, then something is wrong with your mentality. And these women that you're coming across that are no good for you is because you have a no good thinking. Same thing with the women. These guys you keep talking about are so bad, they this, that, and the other. It's because you got a bad mentality. It's that simple. Take responsibility for your shit. Stop trying to point the fingers. It's that freaking simple. We all got problems. We all, you know, especially us, we 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 we've been dealt a pretty bad hand. But you can still win. You can get up from the table of this game and turn it around just by changing your your consciousness and saying, I'm not accepting this low level existence. I'm accepting abundance, I'm accepting peace, I'm accepting good health, everything. You know, speaking of health, most of the people that I see that's passing away because they're like young and because they let the doctor tell me, you dying, and they believed them, this, this man. They took that to heart. Oh, he said, I'm dying, so I'm dying. Woe is me. Nah. You ain't, you ain't God. I'm the God of my life. I say when, I'm, when, it, when it's time. All right, before we get into what we're going to talk about, Let's see who's out there. Okay, Rome GP. So, you know, of course, people always got to put their legal theory. I'm going to show it on screen. Yes, there's no loan to begin with, just electronic getting too. Just what I say that. Who cares? The reason why I don't care about those things, because none of y'all, y'all, all of y'all talking about what's a bond and it's electronic digits. You can't go and enforce that in no court or anything. And they ain't even trying to hear it where you can, oh, this is a bond. Let's get rid of it. No. Stop with all of that legal theory stuff. All right? You can't prove it. Stop talking about it. Uh, Yazi Yebay, peace. Alondo Swan, Disciple Ministry, peace. Tip Rock, Karini, Drew Blackwell. Blackwell again, DJB Thunder, Hanif, Abdullah, thanks for the donation, DJB Thunder, see the, the Zell and the Cash App is right there on the screen, I, I need that bread to, to keep it running, you know, a lot of renewals coming up next month, yes, 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 yes. New Orleans in the house, peace. By the way, we're working on that that seminar. New Orleans ain't cheap, y'all. I'm trying to get it where I can y'all and make it affordable, but man, they trying to get it. Get that <laughs> that bread over there. That's right, J J Butterfly. 
Oh, hit the like button. Thank you. Yes, hit the like button. Keep it up. And Jamie Modesty. Peace. Greetings. All right, let's get into the student loan thing. Let's let's get into it. Is that they stopped sharing my screen? I had it shared already. All right, let's share screen. Window. Okay. Uh, let's, let's start with this one here. This is all on Forbes, y'all. All right? It's all on Forbes. It says more than 400,000 student loan borrowers will soon have their debt canceled or receive monetary restitution after student loan servicing giant Navient agreed to a $1.9 billion settlement with 39 state attorney general last week. So $1.9 billion settlement. And they, not only are they going to cancel the debt, they are going to get a monetary restitution, See, meaning they're going to get a check. And by the way, I talked to someone yesterday. Their sister got 52 checks for $260. and I think $60. 52. Just, they just came in the mail. And, and then the student loans were canceled. So they're already doing this. Okay? Now, this is just $1.9 billion. The other article you're going to read is going to be $15 billion. Now, this one is geared towards a specific borrower. So let me continue to read. This settlement announced January 13th comes after allegations that Navient used predatory and deceptive lending practice dating back to 2009. The company was accused of pushing struggling borrowers forward further into debt by steering them into long-term forbearance programs that actually added more in interest to the overall loan balance. And for claims that it lent predatory subprime loans to students attending for-profit and low-graduation rate colleges, we knew these borrowers could likely not repay the loans. Navient repeatedly and deliberately put profits ahead of its borrowers. It engaged in deceptive and abusive practices, targeted students who it knew would struggle to pay loans back, and placed on unfair burden on people trying to improve their lives through education, said Pennsylvania Attorney General Josh Shapiro in a press release. Details of the settlement. According to the terms of the settlement, Navient will forgive $1.7 billion in private student loans for about 66,000 borrowers, an estimated 350,000 federal student loan borrowers will receive restitution payments of about $260 each. And I've actually seen, they sent me an image of the, the envelopes. Um, an estimated 350,000 federal student loan borrowers will receive restitution payments of about 260 each. Navient is also required to reform its lending practices, including offering more guidance around alternative repayments such as income-driven repayment IDR plans and forgiveness options. Navient has agreed to the settlement while denying any wrongdoing. The company's decision to resolve these matters, which was based on unfounded claims, allows us to avoid the additional burden, expense, time, and distractions from bail in court said Navient Chief Legal Officer Mark Helene in a press release. 
It must also pay $142.5 million to the Attorney General as part of the settlement. So they ain't did no wrong, but they're going to kick out $1.9 billion, right? And pay $142.5 million to the Attorney General. Okay, whatever. So are you eligible for compensation? There are several different groups that qualify for different amounts and types of relief as a result of the settlement. As for the $1.7 billion of private loan debt being canceled, only a narrow portion of loans will qualify. Defaulted private loans that were made in 2002 or later and used to attend specific for-profit schools are eligible. Those who attended a public university but had a credit score of less than 640 when they received their loan can also have their defaulted debt canceled. So if your credit score was less than 240, 240 or less, 640, less than 640, you qualify when at the time of you taking them loans. I don't know. A lot of y'all ain't checked <laughs> your, uh, your score at the time. Y'all ain't checked. I don't even know, right? Eligible borrowers must be in one of the 39 states that participated in the suit. These following states and the District of Columbia are included in settlement. Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, the District of Columbia, which is D.C., Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Maryland. The person that I that got the 50-something check was in Maryland. Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Missouri, Nebraska, Nevada, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, Ohio. Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, Tennessee, Vermont, Virginia, West Virginia, Vermont, uh, Vermont again? Is it too much? Washington, Wisconsin. Unfortunately, if you haven't defaulted on your debt, you aren't eligible for cancellation, even if you received a predatory loan. Now, they did say if your credit score was 640, you still qualify. So, Federal student loan borrowers may see a smaller reward as part of the settlement. Navient must pay restitution of about $260 to each of the 350,000 borrowers who are placed in specific forbearance programs. So I'm guessing the person that got all the checks had different loans. They had more than one loan over years of going to school. So that's why they got so many checks. So it's per loan that you took out that you would get to $260. So let's think about this. Let's just, if, let me, let me, let me stop the screen share because I need y'all to see me. I have been preaching, do the third-party debt collector letter for years on your student loans. And I, when I, whenever you did a consultation with me, I said, it's going to screw your credit up because you got to stop paying in order for this to be successful. So you'd be in default, and you would qualify for this program automatically off the jump because you were in default. You had showed an ability not to be able to pay. You know, for every person, every person that I did a consultation, maybe one person 
maybe two out of ten actually did what I told them to do, that they was afraid of their credit score being going down. They was afraid of the illusion of having this perfect credit score. And I'll teach y'all this. Why are you worried about personal credit? I, I don't use personal credit. I use business credit. I don't fool with the – I haven't used my social – any type of credit in, in 2015, and I moved okay. Business credit. You see what I'm saying? But so many people are indoctrinated into the system, and, oh, oh they're looking at some three-digit numbers like it's the holy grail, and it's not. It's bullshit. As you can see now, if you had just done that, then just, just two years ago, if you just start fighting all of these loans, where you would be. And the reason why I say, the reason why I say, if you had done this before, just think about it. They made an agreement with the government to pay this, to do this. So if you have been fighting it, as I had advised you, guess what's going to happen to you? You go to the top of the pile because you noticeable. Oh, this person's been fighting. We ain't food. We, we got to meet this obligation. Write that off. That goes towards our obligation. <laughs> hey, you know, hey, you know, hopefully not. Now I still suggest you still do it. Start banging at it. Still go after it. You might be able to get a lot at this point. What to do if you qualify? Through the terms of the settlement, though the terms of the settlement are complex, qualifying borrowers won't have to do anything to receive compensation, except to make sure they create an account or have their contact information up to date at studentaid.gov. So go to studentaid.gov and make sure your stuff's up to date. Put yourself in line. Bars with eligible private student loans will receive a cancellation notice from Navient by July 2022. They may also receive a refund of any recent payments they've made on the canceled debt. So all the payments you made, did they talk? You see how they double talking right now? You had to be in default. Default means you ain't making payments, but we're gonna give you some money back for making any making payments. Now the person that I know that got those checks. They weren't in default. So I know this article, you got, this is an article from Forbes. This, this is someone's I, a, opinion of what they read. I, I, you know, maybe next week I'll get the whole sediment and I'll read that. I thought this was easier for you to understand. You know, reading them court documents, I'll be putting y'all to sleep. Y'all, you will be like, oh, what the hell did this say? I don't know. I got to always break it down. So I said this was easier, so I went with this. So y'all get the idea. Federal student loan borrowers who qualify for the 260 restitution payment should receive a notice in the mail this spring with more information to see the full details of the settlement borrowers can visit. Now, this is what's supposed to happen. But the person who got that those checks, they didn't get they just like, wait a minute, where all these checks came from? You know, hold up. I might be able to. Here, they showed me. They sent me a picture of it. See, they had 
He sent me a picture. Hold on. Let me do some uh, some some. See if I can retrieve this picture so I can show y'all. This thing look crazy. How they uh uh okay. Um, give me one second, y'all. I'm gonna I probably should have did this a little bit earlier, but I didn't, so trying to Oh, I see what I'm doing wrong. Okay, photos. When you need something to go fast, it don't. So I'm 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 trying to um manipulate this photo so I can show y'all this picture so y'all know I'm not BSing. Yeah. You know, I always like to show a little proof. Always trying to show the proof. Always. Okay. Let me make sure no personal information is showing, blah, blah, blah. Okay. All right, done. Send. Boom. I open. Let me let me do one more thing, and then I can. Oh, I gotta protect. All right. All right, edit this again. Prop. All right, I think that should be the point. All right, there we go. Done. All right, here we go. So let me see if I can share this screen, y'all. Share screen window. There it is. <laughs> That's what they got in the mail. <laughs> right there. This is from their suit alone. And they didn't even um they didn't even know what was going on. They had to make phone calls and figure it out. So they're not like giving you notices. They just Man, let's get this money out there. So some of y'all should be getting some checks, hopefully. Now, let's go to the next article um, that I want to read. Because, see, this is not it. The government doing something, too. Not just, now that was a settlement. And, oh, yeah, by the way, the schools that – are mainly being targeted to get the money back is those technical schools like the Rye, ITT Tech, uh, and some other ones. 
those predatory schools that guarantee you these jobs, and then you go to the job with this certificate, and it didn't even get you what you wanted. So that was it. So uh, let's go here. Share. This is from January. This article is from January 8, 2022, 8.30 a.m. This is the one I had started reading. I got it on my phone. There's good news for student loan borrowers. Here's what you need to know and what it means for your student loans. Student loans, the biggest takeaway from President Joe Biden's surprise decision to extend student loan relief for another 90 days isn't necessarily what you think. Yes. Through May 1st, 2022, student loan bars won't have to make any federal student loan payments. Yes, student loan bars won't have any new interest accrue on their federal student loans. Yes, there, there's, there won't be any collection of student loans in default through garnishment of wages or Social Security checks. However, there's another huge benefit for student loan bars that is less visible. Let's explore. Student loan cancellation, $15 billion for borrowers. Student loan relief due to the COVID-19 pandemic, which Congress first passed in March 2020 through the CARES Act stimulus package, has another hidden benefit for more than 40 million student loan borrowers. Student loan cancellation. Student loans are paused, but here's six things to do now. With the extension of the student loan relief, federal student loans won't have any new interest accrued. The U.S. Department of Education estimates that student loan borrowers Collectively, we'll save $5 billion a month in interest costs. With a three-month postpone of the student loan payment pause, that equates to $15 billion of total student loan cancellation. This is in addition to $110 billion of student loan cancellation that student loan bars will have received from March 2020 through January 31, 2022, the latter of which was the date that Biden's second extension of student loan relief was scheduled to end. Here's who qualifies for the student loan forgiveness right now. So let's click it. Let's click that. Here's who qualifies. Close that. These ads. Are they trying to make me subscribe? No, I ain't trying. Here's who qualifies for student loan forgiveness right now. Here's what you need to know. With a string of recent announcements on student loan cancellation, it's hard to keep track of who qualifies for student loan forgiveness. President Joe Biden has canceled $11.5 billion of student loans since becoming president in January. This includes a major announcement on public student loan forgiveness. To avoid any confusion, let's set the record straight. You may qualify for student loan forgiveness right now. Biden has canceled nearly $1.5 billion of student loans for 92,000 student loan borrowers through the borrower defense to repayment rule. This includes, so you need to look that up, borrower defense to repayment rule. This includes 55.6 million of student loans canceled in July, more than 1,800 student loan borrowers. The good news is that you can still apply for student loan cancellation through the borrower defense to repayment rule. Borrower defense to repayment is a federal rule created during the Obama administration that gives you partial or total student loan cancellation if your college or university misled you or engaged in other misconduct. How do you get this student loan forgiveness? You can apply 
for borrowed defense to repayment by completing a borrowed defense to repayment application. Here it is. I'll put the link in the chat. I'll be, man, I will be making, yeah, they cheated me. I, I ain't tell me this. They ain't tell me that. Man, the application takes 30 minutes to complete, and you can apply by email, by mail, or through federal student aid. Traditionally, borrowed defense to repayment has applied. What happened here? Uh, applied only to direct loans, although you can consolidate FFELP loans or Perkins loans. Private student loan debt don't qualify. So the private student loan debt is what the settlement is about. So this is for the other loans. So y'all need to be getting on these phones. I don't think I need to read anymore. I don't think so. I think I gave y'all I'll give you all of the links in the uh, chat. Here's the links. Get, get busy. Get busy. This is this is a road to wealth. Getting rid of your debt. Get busy. In the meantime. While I'm doing all of that government bureaucracy stuff, I will be sending the debt collector letter out. I put the link in the chat. The link is in the chat uh, early on. Oh, no, I put the National Passport webinar. Yeah, I'm doing another webinar on the passport to uh, with an updated template and to help with the new application, as well as the old. Got I got to give, you know, Step it up, because they're tripping. All right. Um, this is what y'all need to get right here. This right here. This is what you need to get this stuff started. Because if you're out there making a demand that this debt is no good and you're following these other things, you're putting yourself in line to get these loans taken care of if they haven't come to you already. Here's the link right there. All right. All right. Now, if you want to talk to me, uh, I know I've been doing a lot of talking tonight. Uh, banners. There's the number going across the screen, 563-999-3615. Press 1 to speak to the host, which is yours truly. Yes. Yeah, so there's no excuse. There is no excuse Start going after these student loans. Stop playing games. Some of y'all done played with this thing way too long and, and had the information. Way too long. All right? So press one if, you, if there's not going to be any callers. And you know, Lately, I haven't been getting people who want to talk to me. Oh, I don't know if I should feel some kind of way about that, huh? Y'all don't like me? <laughs> but y'all listening? Maybe I just explain stuff too good. I give y'all the juice. You know, one of these days, on a side note, while y'all getting your thoughts together to press one, call into that number, press one, and you'll be live on the air with me. Um, let's go to the Fourteenth Amendment. Fourteenth Amendment. 
of the Constitution. Let's get it said section one. All persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and of the state wherein they reside. So they're basically saying you're a citizen of the United States and of the state wherein they reside. So that you have both these two different citizenships. They're telling you that. No state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges and immunities of citizens of the United States. Nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor deny any person within his jurisdiction the equal protection of the law. So it says, citizens of the United States. So let's, you know, this is tax season. And I'm going to expand on this a little bit more. I just read that. Let me share the screen first before I bring this over here. Let me share this I want before I go to what I'm going to show you real quick. I'm just going to touch on this really fast, and that'll be it. I'll break this down. It says here, right, citizens of the United States. Now, I'm about to trip y'all out when I'm about to break down, but I'm not going to go into any in-depth discussion about it until later on. So I got to get all my material together. So it says citizens of the United States. But check this out. Check this out. I said I would never really talk about this out there like that, but then I, I said that, and then the Spirit said, it's time. But I'm just going to give y'all a nugget. Now, this is, let's know, I want the actual 1040 application. So I showed y'all that, what it said over there, 1044. Okay. All right. It was, you know, got a million 10 foot. The one I want, it ain't there. Okay, let's go here. Okay, this is the 1040 form. Let's see if the instructions. Okay, it's over here. All right. What's new? Did it All right, let's go to this form. Do you have to file? Let's go to nine. Right here. All right, let's share the screen here. Share. Home tab. And it says, these rules apply to all U.S. citizens regardless of where they live and resident aliens. Let me, now, it says, these rules apply to U.S.Citizens. Before I make my point, let's go back to the 14th Amendment. Let's share that. Let's go back. I'm about to trip y'all up. And y'all going to be mad when I shut it down and say it's time for me to go because I'm not going to explain this. I'm just going to show you. 
It says, all persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States. Now, remember what I told you guys. Let me put my camera back on. Remember what I told you guys about law. It's precise. So, the 14th Amendment says citizens of the United States. The 1040 instruction says you die as citizens. So the question is, are they the same thing? Are they the same? By definition. When you read the IRS code, it says nothing about citizens of the United States. It says U.S. citizens. Those of you who've gotten those letters, according to the 14th Amendment, you are a U.S. citizen. It doesn't say citizen of the United States. And as you know, the passport doesn't say you are you dot as citizen. It mentions your country where you're born in USA. For example, New York, USA. Law is precise. If it doesn't specifically state in that document, because when you look at definitions, they'll say, Oh, this uh, U.S. U.S. citizens, citizens of the United States, U.S. nationals, nationals of the United States. It would say that, but that 1040 form only speaks of one status. U.S. citizen. It doesn't say citizen of the United States. So therefore, it is not the same by definition. So even if they want to try to get you for being a citizen of the United States, it's the tax 1040 still doesn't apply in that situation. Or U.S. national doesn't apply. And this is where I get off the train. Now, that's it. About a week from now, two weeks from now, I'll, I'll bring it out there and show you how they're all different. And they don't mean the same thing. See, the problem is, for too long, there are too many people out here teaching y'all and can't even see those little differences. They made a member. The governor is making an assumption that you're a U.S. citizen based off what? You checking off boxes. They're not using anything else but that. Now, little peons assume it because that's what they're used to doing. That's in their mindset. But the people that's in the know use your actions against you. You made the assumption, so they went along with it. They didn't check you out, say, you know, They're different. By definition, they're different status. So there's diff- there is certain statuses. There are different statuses, even in the citizenship, how they look at it. The U.S. citizen status is designed specifically for one reason. The citizen of the United States is designed for a specific reason. 
And remember, that was the one that Dred Scott was told he could never be or had the right to be. He should have jumped up and down and said, Lord, hallelujah, thank you, Lord, Jesus. <laughs> like they do in church. He should have been praising when they said that, when they said he was upset. Well, I can't be, I can't be part of y'all system. I can't be y'all slave. Even in their system, they have subcategories. There's different levels of slavery. Let's see who's out there on the phone line. So Mike got the hand up. They ain't let me get off. All right, let's get this this person. Nine two five three four one. Peace. Peace to the gods. Peace, Akeem. Peace to the gods. What's going on, bro? What's up? Man, what's going on, man? It's been a minute since I chatted it up with you. Because you're still just going strong and killing it like you always did. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Yes, sir. Back in the days, you helped me get my national passport. Uh, What else did you help me with? You did, um, back in the days, they had the, what was that for, for driving? What was that? Um, You mean the driving? Driver's license webinar? Uh, no, not that one. It was the big one. But that's when you you were still doing stuff with Jonah Bay and um, shit. When you get to the sheriff and all them, the names just not. Oh, you mean injunction. Injunction. There you go. Yeah, I worked that out too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, man, I'm calling. Um, oh, plus, uh, you helped me smash some debt with the IRS back in the days too. Uh, right. Thirty thousand dollars worth. So. Man, big props to you, man. I just want to give it up. You welcome. Thank um, you. I want to ask you a quick. Yeah, you're welcome, my friend. Um, the IDP is that uh, still relevant? I don't. Uh, I know that the guy that's out of Hawaii is still doing it, but when you got oh, okay. the passport done, yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I don't <laughs> think I need it. I was just asking. Uh, you know, just one of my friends was. Uh, was asking me about. I was like, I don't know, man. You just need to get your national passport. But uh, I told him I would bring that up if I called the show tonight. Mm-hmm. So I did it. And uh, what else did I know? Okay, um, about a month ago, I don't know if I have a file. I found something in the IRS manual mm-hmm. uh, that that states uh, that the 1040 form, the W two. Uh, and there's a few more other forms that they reference in their their book that are uh, invisible contracts. I don't know if you're mm-hmm. familiar with that. Uh, Somewhat. Okay, yeah, but yeah, they're invisible contracts. I use that clause and I get reference their page and uh, what book it's in. And uh, man, I never heard from them since when I sent them that letting them know the, mm-hmm. what they say about those contracts. And um, I just, I got I got the document and everything, but it, it man, it's, it's, it's mind-blowing. I see the kind of stuff they got in that, uh, that, that what document. Was this? What document is it? Uh, let me see. Give me five seconds. I'm going to comb through my phone. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. But it, when I... When I got a hold of somebody else referenced me to it, I didn't think it was true until I looked at it, and I was just, my jaw dropped to the floor. 
And this is just uh, let me see. Uh, uh, Um, yeah, I'm just reading the comments here. Why are you doing that? Okay. After reading the master promissory note, according to Zach, satisfaction is a great approach to student loan. See, that's someone speaking on something they never tried. No, it's not. Why would you do according to satisfaction? Because that's making a payment and saying paying. No, they're going to cancel it. Just challenge the whole damn debt. Why would it? See, people speak without understanding what they're talking about. So, you know, if someone actually did according to satisfaction, they wouldn't even say think twice about using that. Why? There's no need. It's already set up for you to cancel your debt. You just got to make a claim to get it canceled. Gave you all the links. Then they had the links in there to go sign up and do all of that stuff. All I'm saying is just go ahead and add that third-party letter in the background, start sending that out while you're doing that. You know, give them the give them, give them the uppercut in the in the haymakers. Uh, you got it, brother. Yeah, oh, man, Damn. I just got to email it to me, brother. When you get time, yeah, I'll do that now. Yeah, um, definitely. What's uh, I don't know. Where's your uh? How can I get your hindsight email? ten twenty seven at Gmail. Hindsight. 1027 at gmail.com. And uh, I know people listen to the show. A lot of people listen to the show. Uh, y'all can sit there and, and email me y'all consultation questions. And all I'm going to do is email back and say, get a consultation at akemail.com. Akemail.com, set up a consultation. I don't do consultation by email. Oh, man. I yeah, think you can do it if I wanted to. It's too much. No, babe, you can uh, give it to me another time because time is running out over here on me. But, yes, uh, sir. All right, I'm going to let you move it and I'll shoot that over, you, over to you probably sometime tonight. Okay. Appreciate you doing that. Cool. All right, man. Peace and right. love. Peace. Peace. All right. And here we go. This is the do basic law. Isn't the student loan a claim of debt? Yes, it is. But why would I do accorded satisfaction? Do you even understand what that is? Accorded satisfaction is where you make an offer to make a lower payment and then put on there tendered as full satisfaction of the claim. Make one payment. And then use that as a basis. And if they accept the payment, then it cancels out the debt. Why? It's a waste of time. And first of all, it never worked for anybody for a debt over $1,000. That's number one. Okay? I was well aware of the whole full satisfaction. I actually created the template when it came out. You had to go fight these people in court. Why would you do that when all you got to do is say, I don't know anything about this debt. It ain't mine, blah, blah, blah. Send it in there. Now, what I would tell y'all update the third-party debt collector to state that the predator, because that's what it's based on, predatory lending practice. Predatory lending practice, my credit score was this at this time. They got no way to research that to go back to see what your credit score was. 
think. Stop making your life hard. Court and satisfaction is a very hard process, long and tedious. And they're t- listen, they always tell you how to get your remedy. I just read to you the remedy. Why are you talking about? See, this is people who just want to want to tell people what they know without even doing it. Brother, did you have you ever tried the court of satisfaction? Court, yeah, court cases say otherwise. I know every court case that said otherwise. And in those court cases, most of them lost on appeal. So peace on that one. You know, let me, let me, let me. Let me. Timeout, putting that misinformation in timeout. Court cases that say otherwise. What court cases? Name them. And I'm blocking anybody trying to put their website in my uh, chat screen. You're out of here. <laughs> These people. I sat here and gave a remedy. Did someone come on here? Well, you could do this. No, go create your own channel and tell people to do that. That's what you do. Okay. Go create your own channel, and then you can see whether your method worked versus mine. Mine been working for years. I got rid of my student loans that way before they were forgiven debt. So now, if that was working before, how much better will it work now when they're just trying to get rid of and get the numbers and meet these budgets constraints? They got they have a lot of this money to be forgiven, and not everybody is going after it. Just like when they were giving away the the stimulus, the uh, the SBA loan, they didn't give all of that money out. It was still millions of billions of dollars on the table. They just cut it off in the December, but they didn't give it out because why? Too many sleep people, sleep Americans, sleep citizens of the United States, sleep U.S. citizens, U.S. persons, U.S. nationals are too busy worrying about the wrong thing, chasing the wrong thing. Most of these student loans could have been done a long time ago if y'all was on it. No, too busy trying to entertain yourself with TikTok, Facebook. Looking at somebody else's idea of wealth, their little, you know, TikTok, Facebook, that guy is wealthy. He giving you that to distract you away from you being wealthy. You can sit there and spend hours just flicking, 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 and now one, none of that's translating into any money. And I'm sorry if I'm stepping on toes. And that's right. I am stepping on your toe. I hope I take a hammer to your toe. Maybe you'll understand that you're wasting your time. That's someone else's invention, and they're billionaires off of it. And you just... mindlessly not thinking while they had all of this money to shut down your student loans and you complaining about playing student loans. Cut it out. Get on it. Get y'all stuff done. I'm going a little longer than usual. Anybody else want to talk to me before I go? Five six three nine 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 three six one five. Press one when you get in.
it really gets me when these guys come in here and trying to give out remedies that they never even proved or even tried. Oh, court cases say that? No. I want to know about your court case. I don't care about what these case law says. Most of y'all don't even know how to read these cases. I'm, people are using these cases in their court cases, and you go read the case, they don't even interpret to what they're trying to use it for. And the reason why they're using it because someone said that's the good case to use. Cut it out. Bring me proof. Don't if y'all gonna be listening to this channel and y'all gonna say some remedy work, bring me the proof that it worked for you. And I'll even give you this. Bring me the proof that it worked for someone you know. And they and bring me the paperwork and the document. Just like I pull up that paper that picture of all of those checks that person got from the payments they made on the student loans. That was like $20,000 worth of money there. Let's, let's look at this. And I don't even think that's right. I think they, that their checks were bigger than 260 but I'm going to, for the sake of argument, I'm just going to, we're going we to we we uh, add that up. 260 times 54 checks, $14,040. So, yeah, them checks was bigger because, when um, they told me when they added it all up, it came to like twenty thousand. So those checks were bigger than two sixty that they got. I can't remember the exact number. So even this article may not be correct. You know, you always you know the news always get their stuff wrong. Some of the facts be uh, not right. All right, well. Oh, yeah, by the way, okay, here's all the shows. We got Raising Independent Thinking Show on Sunday at 7 p.m. We have Thursday, Divine Connection Show. Um, and we have my son has been doing the show regularly. He just hasn't been doing it on YouTube. Uh, you go to Blog Talk Radio, blogtalkradio.com forward slash hindsight 2020, and uh, he's been calling it, uh, he, he got a new game, but he's been really consistent. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm proud of him that he's been consistent. And that's all I ask, just be consistent. Uh, Self-Growth Saturday. Self-Growth Saturdays, Self-Growth self Saturdays. All right. Well, that's it, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Sorry I had to get on some people's case on here, but, you know, y'all know how I am. I can go from zero to 60 in two seconds. Uh, all right. So when you... Lay your head on your pillow tonight. The last thing you should be saying to yourself is something along these lines. I am wealthy. I am peaceful. I am loving. Say all of the things that you desire. 
fulfill your things that you, you wish to be ideal in your life. Move away from the standards that you've been accepting up until this point, meaning that accepting that little bit of money in your bank account, change that. When you lay your head on your pillow tonight, look up at the ceiling, whatever you do, imagine that your bank account has six high six figures in there or more. I mean, the sky's the limit. It's okay. See, in order to be, you know what? There's a, a... Something I listened to earlier. And I'll play a little clip of it. Um, let's see. Let's see if I can get it. Oh. See if y'all I hope y'all heard that. You got to go to the point where people think you're insane for what you're trying to do. People, the guy who created Honda, the Honda Accord, which is one of the hottest selling vehicles, they thought he was crazy. And he made thousands of mistakes. Steve Jobs thought he was crazy. That, that company is about to shut down because of the PC became so popular. Now Apple. <laughs> Everybody wants one and will pay the premium prices. That's a premium price computer. You cannot make it yourself. You have to get it from them and exclusively from Apple. Bill Gates. Stayed in his college dorm, created Windows, and look at him now. Now they're talking about how evil he is, he's vaccinated, you know. Hey, whatever. The, the point is this. People thought they were nuts. And they all say the same thing. It wasn't the college that made them wealthy. It was their dedication and their focus and their willingness to be ridiculed, made fun of for their dream. Their willingness to not care about what people think. And with that being said, peace, prosperity, and extreme wealth to all.